Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Russia has brokered a peace deal between Azerbaijan and Armenia, ending more than six weeks of conflict over the disputed Nagorno-Karabakh region. The result is a win for Azerbaijan, which will get to keep some of the territory it seized during the fighting. Armenian PM Nikol Pashinyan described the deal as incredibly painful. Armenia is in the grip of protests calling for his resignation. The South Caucasus is, of course, a major transport route for Caspian oil and gas heading westwards to markets. Azerbaijan also alone pumps over 700,000 barrels per day of oil via the Baku-Tbilisi-Sayan uh, pipeline and other routes. The peace deal also comes weeks before Azerbaijan prepares to pump gas to southern Europe for the first time once the Trans-Adriatic pipeline is ready to operate. Over in Russia, the country's long-serving energy minister, Alexander Navak, stepped down this week after eight years of service. He is due to be replaced by Nikolai Shulginov, the chairman of state-run hydropower group Rus Hydro since 2015. Navak will remember uh, remain a major figure in Russian energy policy, though, in his new position as deputy prime minister. He will oversee key aspects of the oil and gas industry, including the development of LNG, petrochemicals and hard to recover oil. He will also oversee Russia's creation of a hydrogen energy industry. Furthermore, he will continue to represent Russia in OPEC plus talks, having built up a rapport with Middle Eastern energy officials over the years. Unofficially, he is likely to also continue serving as an arbitrator in disputes between Russia's biggest oil, and co oil companies, such as producers Rosneft and Lukoil and pipeline monopoly Transneft. Industry Association Oil and Gas UK has warned that UK drilling activity is set to slump this year to a level not seen since the early 1970s, owing to work cancellations as a result of coronavirus restrictions and the ensuing collapse in prices earlier this year. And the recovery will not happen overnight. It could take three years for projects lost during the market crisis to be restarted, the association has warned, and an equal amount of time for investment to rebound to pre-crisis levels. OG UK also pointed to the, to the dire state of drilling and rig companies needed to implement new projects. Many are undergoing bankruptcy proceedings. OG UK has said all this bodes ill for the UK North Sea's competitiveness with other world basins. It called for a North Sea transition deal to help the sector weather the downturn and develop cleaner energies. The government has committed to publishing the deal within the current parliament, but OG UK has expressed hope it will arrive soon, possibly by the end of the year. Moving to projects, BP and its partners have scaled back plans uh, to expand the Greater Tortu LNG scheme of Senegal and Mauritania in order to reduce costs, partner Cosmos said on November 9th. The companies are currently working on Tortu's first phase, which will produce 2.5 million tonnes per year of LNG starting in 2023. Originally, the second phase was to ramp up output to 10 million tonnes per year, but Cosmos said the expansion would now only add 2.5 million tonnes, bringing the total to 5 million tonnes. The revised capacity means that some of the phase one infrastructure can be leveraged for phase two, which Cosmos says will make the expansion one of the most cost competitive brownfield LNG projects in the world. Moving to the Middle East, UAE national oil company Adnoc and Francis Total have extracted the first unconventional gas from the Rouez Diap concession, with a project expected to yield some 1 billion cubic feet per day of gas by 2030. The UAE is on a big push to expand gas production, both from conventional and unconventional sources, and this effort has yielded several recent large-size discoveries. 
The Gulf state became a net importer of gas in 2008 and has since received uh, supplies from Qatar via pipeline, but it is striving to become self-sufficient again and even produce enough to underpin exports. Lastly, ConocoPhillips and its Polish partner, PGNIG have made what they describe as a substantial gas and condensate discovery in the Norwegian Sea, with an estimated size of up to 190 million barrels of recoverable oil equivalent. The find, named Wodka, is 35 kilometers from the Equinor-operated hydrogen oil and gas field, where Conoco has an interest, and is also 27 kilometers southwest from the Acre BP-operated Scarf field, which PGNIG is involved in. The partners are now looking at development options. Conoco is now the only US major still working in Norway after the exit of Chevron in 2018 and ExxonMobil the following year. It is among the country's biggest producers. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next time.